This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeer, and today in episode 166, we're going to be finishing up our uh, four-part series on resetting tech in your homeschool by looking at organizing your homeschool with tech in 2022. Now, before you just decide to change everything to tech, you really do need to sit down and look and see what you're doing, what's already working and what isn't. It doesn't always make sense just to switch everything to tech. If you are doing something old school and it is working extremely well for you, stay with it. Tech is meant to be there as a tool and if it's making more work for you or causing more frustration, it is not helpful. So uh, you, you want to listen to this get some ideas, but then actually apply it in your own homeschool to see what makes sense. If you do decide that there are a couple of ideas that you would like to start to use, make a slow transition. Please don't just throw everything out and switch over in one go. That could be messy. You need to just do little bit by little bit and maybe a month at a time, or even just maybe you pick something to do this semester and then the next thing to do perhaps um, in the fall semester. I'm just going to go through different areas that it might make sense to be using tech for in organizing your homeschool. You figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And if you try something and it doesn't work, you can scrap it. Um, It might just be that you want to scrap the tool because for most of these things, there's many tools. And if what you try doesn't work, if I give other suggestions, try those or just Google and see if there's a better option. The first thing that I know I use tech for um, just in my in planning my life in organizing my life in general is is for planning so when I'm wanting to make plans for instance this podcast when I sit down and I come up with ideas for my next lot of podcasts I put them on google sheets I think Google Sheets is a great tool. It's free. It's easy. You can share it easily with your kids or with a spouse or whoever you want, just maybe even a friend, you want them to look over it. It's a very easy way to do it. So what are you planning in your homeschool? Well, you know, there's a lot of things. If your kids are now reaching high school, you definitely need a four-year high school plan. It is nice and easy to have it all on a Google Sheet. You might use different tabs for each year or put it all in one place. You can move things around as you decide, okay, we've actually got space for more this year. Let's add in an extra elective in the second semester or you realize you've done too much and you can shift it around or you just decide to do things in a different sequence. Swap out something for another, but you have a plan. You can take this with you when you go to, if you have um, an umbrella school to, you know, show the, um, the, whoever you meet with at your umbrella school to make sure that it works or, um, you know, even if you just want to share it with a friend that knows what you should be doing. So, you know, and I've said because it's so easy to delete and change, you can highlight things, you can make it look really pretty. Um, it's, it's just a fantastic tool. Um, you also can use it to plan your curriculum for the coming years. Now, 
the one thing you do, you, you know, maybe you're on Facebook and you see somebody post something, maybe a friend shares it, maybe it's in a group you're in, maybe the person who's running the group shares it and you think, oh my gosh, that item looks just perfect for my kid for next year or five years or whatever. You want to save that somewhere. Now, there are different places you can use. The place I like to use is Evernote. Because in Evernote, and we've got a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to go into this in detail. I did it actually with my oldest daughter and one of the Funder Funder teachers. So go look for that one and listen to how to use it. But basically, it's 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 like a big filing system. And you make folders. So you could have high school as a big folder, and then you could have English, math. You could like have subfolders under that. And you can just throw things in as you find them. So, um, you know, you could have middle school. You could have elementary if you've got kids in all ages. And you just throw different ideas into it. You just um, you put a little clipper up. Uh, if you're using Google Chrome, it's really easy. They've got a little Google Chrome clipper. You just literally clip it, and you tell it which one to go into. It's the easiest filing imaginable. Then when you come to sit down, even if it's in two or three years' time, you've got it all. I use Evernote to plan our vacations. I use it to plan my co-op classes. I'm empty nester now for those of you who are new to this podcast. I don't actually have kids I have to plan for anymore, but I have plenty of planning and that's what I use Evernote for. The second thing that you may want to use tech for is record keeping. Again, you could do this all in a book, but I think particularly if things like grades, it's going to be a lot easier. Now, younger ages, I never bought bothered with grades but when they get to high school that's important you can buy um, uh, homeschool planners that actually um, grade tracking there's there's a lot of um, different things out there I think homeschool planet maybe is one of them I I know I used one um, when I was homeschooling but you could also just use google sheets you want something that will easily total your grades find the um, the average find gpas all that kind of thing particularly when you get into high school you, you you need those that information But you don't just need to keep the grades. Um, Particularly when they get to high school, you need to keep a track of everything they're doing. You need to remember which clubs they're in, which competitions they've taken part in, which conferences they attend, um, even down to like what summer reading they do. Believe me, depending on the college they apply to, they could ask for all those things. Uh, And you want to just keep note. Now, if you have a child who's about um, to go into ninth grade next year or they are in high school and they're not a senior yet I'm going to make a link to our um, high school challenge so Funder Funder Academy who's the show sponsor of this podcast runs a high school challenge through June and July every year and they walk the students through different things that they need they can do it for two years their first year and then their veteran year as we call it And one of the things they get free is a tracker. So my youngest daughter actually did it the year after she had finished high school as a senior. So she remembered exactly what she needed on those applications. It's pretty. She's color coded it, etc. It's on Google Sheets, but she's laid it all out with everything that you need for um, that you might need when you're applying for scholarships and while your children are applying for scholarships and for college. And we give that as part of um, taking part in the challenge. The challenge just costs $5, so that by itself is worth it, but you also get a lot of other things free. And there are prizes. I have a lot of sponsors. The kids can win up to $150. Lots of prizes, lots of good stuff that they learn, so go check that out. But yes, you do need to keep track of all these things. Um, Even the curriculum that you use, some of the competitive colleges will ask you for every single thing that you used and obviously if you're outsourcing classes it's easier but if you're doing it yourself you need to remember particularly if you say put some kind of elective class or something together which is completely legit you can do all that I did you just need to be able to tell them what you did 
The third thing that you should use tech for is your calendar. Why the calendar in particular? Because you can share it. As your kids are getting older, they're going to be doing more and more things. There's their sports, there's their social life, there's, um, you know, trips they're going on. And it's hard to keep everything straight. If you have a shared calendar and Google Calendar works well, I haven't used the others, but I can say for Google Calendar, you can have everybody on the same calendar. So everybody can see each other's and you can color code it so you can see at a glance whose is whose by the colors. And that way, when somebody gets asked for something, you could quickly have a look. Now, if your children are sharing a car, this is also a way that they can see their friend invites them over. They realize they have no way of getting there because they can quickly look at the calendar. You can um, access the calendar on your phone and um, you can obviously also access it from your desktop. But it's a way that on the go, you can see who's doing what and you can quickly um, put in any appointments or anything that you need there. The fourth way that you can use tech to organize your homeschool is for assigning tasks. These are both your actual school assignments and also chores. If you already have some method that works, um, particularly for chores, if you have a big chore board, that's fine. But as your kids are getting older and they need to be more self-directed and they need to look and see what am I doing today or this week or this month or however you do it, them being able to just look independently is great. First of all, I had one child who actually woke up before me, so she needed to know where she was going before um, I was up. Then you may have other children who actually wake long after you and still doing their work. Now, if they're just going to a whole bunch of online classes, they probably just, that's enough for them to keep them organized, but you may not. You may actually need to assign, you need to do this on this day, this on this day. Don't forget you've got this or whatever. Google Sheets works, but even easier is Trello. Again, we have a number of episodes where I talk about it. It's a um, project management system that businesses use, but you can use this to manage your projects, your kids. You could have a different list for each child and you literally put on there what they're doing each week and they can check it off. So you can see, are they doing it? Um, and this could be chores as well as assignments. You could have two separate boards or you could just integrate it all into the same one. And um, it's, it's really easy to use once you get going. And the last idea that which I used for my youngest at least is a reward system. Um, I used rewards because it was better than the constant nagging. I discovered it actually worked pretty well. And so she got uh, points for various things that she did. Just completing all her work on time without me nagging it, doing her chores without me reminding. Um, all those gave her points. Then there was extra points if she did extra reading, if she did extra vocabulary, things like that. And all of those things um, were tracked on a Google Sheet. Again, I just use Google Sheets. It's free and easy. I shared it with her um, so she could quickly say, oh, you forgot to add this in um, and we could, you know, she could keep track. And she also knew that how many points she needed to get to her next reward. Um, so it was an easy way for her to check in and be motivated and keep working. It worked like a dream for me. And so uh, if you don't want to know more about the reward system that I did, come into our Facebook group, uh, Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. There'll be a link in the show notes. You can find that at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And um, just come and ask me there and I'll share more about it with you. It's The rest of it doesn't really have anything to do with tech, so I'm not going to cover it here. So just to, to finish up, if something doesn't work, scrap it. But do give some of these things a try. Initially, it may take you a little longer to get set up. That is true of anything new that we do. Something new takes time. 
But if you see it's really not working, as I said, move on. But give it a week or two, and if things start to be faster, especially if you find out like things like Trello, you can literally just move things around, so you're not having to repeat things. Um, all of the digital stuff, you know, you can copy and paste. It's just a lot more flexible than using paper and pen often. I'd love to know if one of these ideas works for you. Um, come and share it with us in the podcast uh, community on Facebook or just shoot me an email at meryl at funderfunder.com. That's all for now. If you've enjoyed the series, please share it with a friend who you think might benefit from it and give us a rating and review on whichever podcast player you use. That really helps us to move up in the ratings and for other people to find us. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.